Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. I'm your co-host, Lady J. And your other co-host, T. How are you, T? I'm awesome, but I'm going to say something. Say it. I really like this new intro. I do. <laughs> but That's true. We haven't even talked about it. I know, it. I know. I'm really digging this new intro because I'm like, damn, good job, Lady J. You're on top of your shit. Aww. But there's a moment where I was like, I wanted to sing the song. <laughs> and then I was like, no time for that. We got a show to do. <laughs> it's true because it is misleading because it yeah. almost goes there and then it doesn't. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, you slow it down. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. I... But anyways, digging it. Love the intro. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty proud of it, I must say. <laughs> Editing. Editing. <laughs> oh, Peter Holmes. Okay. So, 404. Let's do it. It's titled, Come Drive With Me. And the Amazon Prime spoilie is, Matt hates his job and tries to decide what to do with his life. Oh, that's it? That's it. Okay. 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 All right. Important. <laughs> All right. Yeah, sure. I see it. Cool. All right. <laughs> so we're done? Oh, <laughs> we are punchy AF. Okay. So what the hell happens in this episode? I don't even know where to begin. My notes are so good. Because like... <laughs> please, please regale us. First, I don't know why, for some odd reason, I, I, I went clockwise. <laughs> I with your notes? Yeah. Like in a circle? I don't know why. And I did I did that, and like I, I'm tracing it down, and then I stop, and then at some point, if si- something happens with Simon, then the paragraph just goes bigger. And then, like, I, I don't know what happened with my notes. I don't know why, but I'm... Yeah, cool. <laughs> That's know. amazing. I don't know what happened today. I did, I did want to say, though, I was really excited for this episode because... Finally, an Eric and Ruthie storyline. I know. It's I don't think time, we've right? ever gotten that. And no. I remember making a comment. I don't know how many seasons or episodes ago that I always, that I always get this weird sense that like Eric doesn't quite know what to do with Ruthie. Yeah, I don't. Like think he, he does. doesn't know really how to like deal with her. Yeah, because she falls squarely in Annie's domain. Mm-hmm. You know, and. So I thought it was like kind of exciting and also maybe a little pointed and like meta on the show's part to be like, you guys should spend some more time together, yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah. here, have a story. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but but it, it was cute. Yeah, they're cute. They barely spend any time together, though. You realize it's like a false yeah. premise or false setup. Yeah. Because Ruthie spends the entire time talking to everyone else about this car. Yeah. And she, I mean, the most time that she and Eric spend together is the joyride they take in the Porsche. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> is it even a Porsche? I made or that a up. a Corvette? I don't know. It might be a Corvette. Not Definitely not a Porsche. Some sort of a red convert. Yeah, you're right. It some is red, a Corvette. Yeah, some <laughs> red convertible, I don't know, guys. cars. <laughs> Something that goes vroom vroom. Some shiny red thing without a roof. That's <laughs> <laughs> all that matters. That says class right there. Totally. Uh. <laughs> I mean, if you look up class in the dictionary... <laughs> It's Eric and Ruthie sitting together <laughs> driving to and past, like past the church eight times. Like, yeah. what kind of joyride is that? I don't know. <laughs> I thought for sure they were going to like dealership. Crash. I thought for sure they were going to crash or something horrible was going to happen, and then they'd, and then they'd be stuck with the car, and like that would be the story. That would be, that I yeah drama right. That would have been kind of cool. But he needs the raise, Lady J. He needs the raise. He needs the raise. I gotta be honest. I don't okay. 
money conversations always make me uncomfortable anyway. It's a little less uncomfortable when it's fictional television characters. But there's something about this family that's like, I guess because they're so like, sort of grounded in reality and stuff mm-hmm. that like I feel for them and their money like like I feel like their economic struggles are my economic struggles <laughs> like I really empathize with them and so like it was kind of annoying like or hard to watch like so much money talk yeah like it got a little like icky after mm. a while it was like okay dude calm down like just get your like either ask or either talk to your deacons about it like Annie tells yeah. you to do every two seconds or stop freaking out, or, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know what that was about, or what that was supposed to be about. Yeah, I don't understand his fear of the raise. Yeah. I, I mean, I understand in the sense, yes, hospital bill, this big one that just came at you after, you know. Oh, no, no, I know, I understand why he needs the raise. I don't understand why he's so afraid to talk but to that, But that's what I'm saying, it. like, I under, like, okay, I, I get your fear of, like, oh, money's tight, cool. But you know it's coming to you. That's like, true, Like, they give too. you a raise all the time. And he says it's built in. Yeah. So why all of a sudden is he so worried about it? Like, what changed? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't understand it. And I don't understand... Yeah, if Annie's giving you all the facts, I just don't get why we're trying... I don't know why they're freaking us out. Yeah, and... I, yeah, you're right. Because why is this even a story point? Yeah. Like, like, there's no conflict here. I, I don't what it was it. Ruthie like Ruthie to act like a Simon in the sense of like go and fend for her father <laughs> yeah which I had major problems with this whole thing anyway because like I love how Lou will come to the house and speak in vagaries and subtleties with Eric but then the minute Ruthie shows up he's like doesn't your dad drive a fancy new red convertible yeah and it's like why couldn't you say that to Eric's face yeah like you know, like the idea of like fight someone your own size or whatever. Yeah. Like, like, like you come over. Why do you have to be all like vague? Like, because of the car situation. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Like, just say what you're thinking, which is that you think that he just bought a brand new red convertible and that that will be a bottleneck in his getting a raise. And then Erica clear it up, and it would be a non fucking issue. Like, yeah, I, what I, the fuck? And especially because after a few episodes that we've had with Lou that aren't we past this kind of conversation? You would think that after Lou fucking stole money from the church, he'd be the his- last person to have the moral high ground when it comes to spending and how you're yeah. using church money. Yeah, and you like surprising Eric after with the you know, with the kids like, with the newborns like bringing in that mm-hmm, desk and mm-hmm. then also bringing in the other, the other um, reverend from like 20 years ago, whatever. Yeah. Like, dude, come on. Yeah, uh, I know. Are, like, why are we past this? this? Exactly, it's really weird. Like, and I don't know if it's a if it's like a contrivance, right, to have the story. Yeah, but it's or a, if it was speaking to a bigger issue or what. But it's just weird. It's, yeah, bigger issue of what though? Yeah, the issue of talking about money is uncomfortable. Like, yeah, that, what kind of message is that? We already know that as human beings. Yeah. Why not send? If you want to send a message, send the message that it doesn't have to be uncomfortable. Or here's the way to do it. Or whatever it felt like a season one episode hmm that's an interesting observation like like when it comes to this storyline it feels like it's a season one thing where it's as if these people haven't have haven't developed a relationship yeah yeah yeah. you're right that's a that's a really interesting uh, uh, observation i think i like that you're right but except with ruthie ruthie is like totally like hey dad 
Yeah, I really liked Ruthie in this. Yeah. She had a lot to do in this episode, and I really noticed that she's, like, older, mm-hmm. you know? And she she was kind of fun. She, yeah. I mean, like, she kind of... I don't know if she stole the show, because that's always going to be Simon for me, but, yeah. like... But she was really cute in this. Mm-hmm. There's that scene um, when... So, Lou and the Deacons have seen... Eric parading around this red convertible. Yeah. We, the audience, know that they're just test driving it because why not have the fun yeah. of doing that? So it's all just the big comedy of errors and misunderstanding. And um, and then they, before they have their big meeting where they're going to essentially decide the raise that Eric gets, they've asked for all of their like receipts and mm-hmm. whatever uh, for the annual spending and their budget. Yeah. So that, I guess, for the record, so that they can sort of... I don't know, assess the worthiness of his raise or whatever. But you get this wonderful scene um, where, well, I say wonderful, but it really just reads like like a PSA for Eric. Okay. (laughs) Right? Where where Ruthie um, comes to her mom in the kitchen and says this. What are you doing? I'm adding up our receipts for the year so the church board can see how much Daddy really needs his raise. Then we can settle on a new car. Well, it's Daddy's raise. Why doesn't he do the receipts? <laughs> well, it's the least I can do for him when you think of all the nice stuff he does for me and our family and all the parishioners. Well, what does he do for them besides giving sermons? <laughs> Lots of things. He um, marries people, counsels people, prays for people. He helps boys and girls who are in trouble and moms and dads without jobs. He raises money to help in emergencies when somebody needs a place to stay or clothes to wear or food to eat. And when something really terrible happens to somebody, he's just there. He really cares about everybody. And I care about him. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Eric's awesome. It's, a, it's like a legit PSA for Eric. Yeah. And I love how everything she lists is stuff he does for other people. <laughs> like, she doesn't list a single thing that he does for the family. And that got me thinking... Literally, what does he do for the family? Yeah. Like, we already know Annie takes care of all of the house stuff. She's the one that shops. She's the one that cooks and does the laundry and cleans and darns the socks and all that shit. She, if anyone's going to do pickups and drop-offs at school that's not Matt and Mary, it's going to be her. Mm -hmm. What does he do besides bring home a paycheck and meddle in their lives? And be suspicious and yeah. complain about joints he finds. <laughs> yeah, because remember, guys, every time Annie was pregnant, she found something that she was. What was it? What was uh, basically? She found an interest every time she yeah. was pregnant. She picked up a new skill. Yeah, slash hobby. Yep. Yeah, she, exactly. And she's also the Reno person. She does all the renovations so and house. Work. All those skills and hobbies that she's learned with every pregnancy leads to building this home. Yeah. Like, and keep it. Literally. Functioning. Seriously. Yeah. It's crazy. So, Eric. What does he do? What like, do you do? I, 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 and I'm not even trying to be, like, funny or, like, whatever. I'm, like, literally, like... No, like, yeah, because you're right. He does... He meddle, He meddles in the kids' lives. Like, yes, he's trying to parent them, but it's mostly Annie. Yeah. That's he's so busy fucking worried about the community, which... Props, like, you're the reverend, I get it, do that. But don't also act like I'm the shit father, because, mm, are you? 
it really made me think. It kind of like gave me some perspective on Eric a little bit. It was weird. Like, because it's funny because I feel like this scene has the opposite effect of what it's trying to do. Because it's trying to be a scene that's like really showing, like, you know, dude, like, look how hard Eric works. Like, he obviously deserves this raise. There shouldn't be a question in anyone's mind that he that, that he's earned it. But all of this for me is like, hmm. and maybe that's maybe. And to Ruthie's credit, what does he do? <laughs> she does say that. I know. That's the best part. To Ruthie's credit, what does he do? Because, like, clearly, Asshole ain't home. <laughs> and she's all, and she's, all, she's all, if it's dad's race, why isn't he doing the receipts? <laughs> it's fucking true. Yeah. Because he's not because he's not the one who does the money. Yeah. She does the money. That's not even a thing. She does the money. No, she does the she money. She manages no, the she, money. <laughs> like, no, she does the money. I like that better. You're right. <laughs> That's yeah, true. it's really kind of weird that they went to this great length <laughs> to laud him, and then it's like, but... <laughs> Jesus. All right. But, spoiler alert, he gets the raise, all is well. <laughs> Ruthie saves the day by giving this impassioned speech at the deacon's meeting. Yes. And, you know, clears all the, mis- like, you know miscommunications up or whatever which shouldn't be happening amongst adults it really shouldn't that's what bothered me is the fact that like lou can say to a six or ten year old girl doesn't your daddy have a new car and he couldn't say that to eric's face yeah like that really bugged me i fucking wrote fucking lou when you talk to eric you speak in vagaries and illusions but with a little girl you come right out with it grow a fucking pair I like it. Yeah. I paused so I can write all that and then I, I continue the episode. Much. I figured as much. <laughs> um, okay, so in other news, Shauna is not in the opening credits this episode. We're no. back to Chaz Shepard. Yeah. I mean, Maureen Flanagan, not Shauna. Hi, John. Hi, John. And we find out that John got a job at the hospital. <laughs> Yeah, dude. As, get this. A DJ. The director of music at the hospital. He gets to decide all the music in all the areas of the hospital. The ER, the OR, the waiting rooms. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Since when is music a priority for a hospital? And since when is there someone in charge of that? Like, I feel like you just turn on the music and let it go forever. All right. I'm going to... I'm. I'm forgetting our own, um, our history here. When was, when did you start making CDs? Like when, when did I start making like, CDs? Like when did we start like burning CDs? Like you get oh, what I'm saying? Oh. Well, burning sort of kind of became a thing, I would say high school-ish, maybe like late middle school. So, but like you still had to like, but that's if you already had the CDs because then the bigger deal was like the LimeWire, Shazam, Napster right. shit. So right? what the hell is this kid's job? <laughs> like, you just made this up for no reason for the show to piss off It's not. Matt. It's not a thing. It's, it's really not, not a thing. thing. Like, in what universe does a hospital need a music director? This is what, like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, what is he, Pandora? Like, for the <laughs> hospital? Legit, though. Like, Spotify? <laughs> like... Like, okay, so to your point, right, this is before XM radio and shit. Yeah. Okay, I'll allow it. So clearly the music has to be hard copy somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like you don't have Spotify, so I get it. So you probably need somebody there to, like, change the disc or whatever the fuck. Okay. But, like, get a 
six disc CD changer. Yeah. Put a put six random easy listening piano cover songs yeah. in there, C- CDs in there, and just have that shit on rotation. Like like legit, a hospital is a twenty four hour seven days a week, three hundred sixty five days a week, day year operation. What do you know? I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> and so like. And John only is going to work, what, 10 hours a day. So are we just going to assume then that there's no music when he's not there? Like, I, like none of this makes sense. But, I, I mean, I want that job, the job that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, so yeah, so he gets this job at the hospital. And Matt, I almost called him Eric. Matt is, like, ostensibly jealous, but he doesn't even know it yet. Yeah. He just starts, like, hating his job. Yeah. Which I guess he could always have hated. We've just never seen him at his job before. Yeah, he's mopping, he's cleaning, he's picking up shit. Whatever. Yeah, he's dealing with messes. Yeah. To be fair, it's pretty like innocuous shit. It's just like em- like empty trays of food or whatever. Yeah. But I, you know, whatever. <laughs> Matt's just a spoiled little brat type guy. And so he starts complaining to this kid in his room. In that kid's, pay- I almost called it a hotel room. <laughs> oh my god, what is wrong with me? Save me, T. <laughs> no, I kind of like it. No. <laughs> so I don't even know his name. I wrote M- MPS boy. Josh Ryan Evans. No, that's the actor's name. Oh, I don't know. Adam boys. Adam. Adam. Really? Adam. Adam. Mm-hmm. Not John. Nope. Adam. Oh, John is Chaz. Okay. Um. So Adam is in this ho- again hospital room. <laughs> Jesus. I'm not, I'm flailing here. And you're not going to save me. You're the worst. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. So Matt's complaining. This kid overhears him. And they become like fast friends. Yes. And Adam starts to give him advice like climb a tree, tree. get some perspective. Like if you don't like this job, what do you want to do? And it's basically getting Matt to think about things that, Duh, any 21-year-old boy should probably be thinking about, Yeah, you know? where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know how to feel about Adam. <laughs> First of all, I don't know how old he is. Like, I like is he is he a little kid? Why is his voice so high-pitched? Is that oh, part of the disease? I think that's part of it. Yeah. So is he a little kid? Or is he, like, 20? He's you know what probably, I mean? He's probably 20. You think? Yeah. Because I, I, I know he's passed away. Oh, in real life, yes. Yeah. In real life, he wasn't 20, though, at this time. His, he was 20 when he died in 2002. He was 20? No, I think yeah. he was older than that. He was born in 82. He passed away in 2002, which oh. in 99 makes him 17. Okay. So, I mean, I think that's just part of it. So he's, so he's playing his age, essentially. Yeah. He's supposed to be 17. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I guess that's fair. I just, I feel like he was a little infantile for a 17 year old, like, like in his behaviors and mannerisms and stuff, like, like, like the uncontrollable hysterical laughter that like really irked me. It was like a horror movie. Because of his voice. I don't know if no, that's No, it's it. his voice. It's his voice and it's the sound of his laugh because he does... He, he honestly should have been in horror films. I'm not... Lying. He might have been. I don't I don't remember looking at his IMDb page. Yeah, he should be in horror films only because of like his voice is you know, scary. You know who... I, did, I do remember this though. You know who he was? Mm. In the 
Grinch in the Jim Carrey yes. Grinch. He yes. was little Grinch. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. He he. Oh, perfect, dude. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, he was little Grinch. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, his voice. It's his voice. It's scary. If whenever he laughs, not, cause I it don't, sounds I don't so animated. So, sound no. callous. Like I'm not making fun know, of him. I'm just saying. But like it. But it's the perfect voice for it. I mean, it, that's fine. Like his voice and the but, sound quality aside, like like he and Matt cracking up at nothing. Yes. Like, really fucking pissed. No, me it off. annoyed me too because it's like you know when Matt is fake laughing and you can always catch it. You can totally tell, yeah. This was it. Because his shoulders move too much. Yeah. (laughs) And he does this, like, and we've seen him do it with with Simon a lot. Oh, yeah. You know, they've done that. When it's like brotherly love. (laughs) But his his laugh gets kind of scary, too. Mm. Matt's. Well, the best hilariously scary Matt laugh is when he's making fun of Simon and the shaving. Oh, God. That's... That's yeah. It's that one was good. That was really good. It's like the Joker. Yeah. But yeah, dude. I don't know. When it comes to like their bonding was cute. Um, I find it funny that uh, a kid or some seventeen-year-old, I don't know how old he's playing, basically trying to teach or show Matt how to, to figure out whatever it is that he wants to do in life. Yeah, and I think ultimately, right? Like that's the point. Is that, like, look at this kid, you know, he's got a lot of things working against him, and yet he has the perspective on life and yeah. the ability to, Go climb like, a tree. Go, yeah. I didn't quite understand the symbolism of that either, frankly. And then he talks to the nurse, and the nurse is like, Adam is so convincing, isn't he? And I'm like, at no point did Adam say, I want to climb a tree. Calm the fuck down. Yeah. Like, all he said to Matt was, go climb a tree. Yeah. Like, what? And then Matt does climb a tree and is and has to shout to him through the window because it's not right outside his window. It's yeah. like it's like outside his window and then over a few yards. Okay, mm-hmm. and then they start laughing at each other uncontrollably again. And I'm just and like, poor John the fuck has to out of the tree. The fuck is happening? Like this was such a surreal, like weird episode. It was. It was very weird. Um. But Matt decides he's going to be a doctor, so hooray. <laughs> yeah, hooray. Let's see how long this lasts. When is he going to get tired of medical school? Hey, Everybody is does. it in the opening credits where we see him fiddling? Like, he's wearing scrubs, and he's, like, fiddling with something at the hospital. That's in the opening credits, right? Probably. I don't know. I haven't been paying attention to the opening credits. That's fair. I know. I know, like, the, I know all the images have changed, but I haven't paid attention to the detail. That's fair. Because I feel like that's pretty telling that he's mm-hmm. in scrubs, right? Yeah. But I don't know. I guess that'll be remain or remain to be seen like yeah. when that happens. Because he's not going to become a resident tomorrow. Obviously, like he's yeah. also graduate from college first. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> okay. Huh? So fucking Mary and Lucy are like a dog with a bone with this goddamn bathroom idea of theirs. So funny, dude. And they decide that they're that this bathroom idea is totally viable and that they're gonna do it. Yeah. And they rope Annie into it. Mm-hmm. And Annie's super excited to the extent that we get this. 
This is going to be so much fun. Do you know how long it's been since I have sawed into a good piece of wood? Sometimes I forget how little it takes to make you happy. <laughs> that basically we all understand where Simon gets the wood, the love of wood. <laughs> I swear from. to God, I swear to God, it was like, did I did I die and watch the like the previous episode again? <laughs> like yeah. it was yeah. so funny. So this is where Simon gets it, guys. <laughs> God, do you know how long it's been since I've sawed into a good piece of wood? Eric, go buy her some so she can do this all the time, apparently. And I'm just like, listen, Annie, whatever you and Eric do in the bedroom is between you two. And I don't need to know about it, okay? But I'm not going to lie, when Mary got a little jealous, I couldn't help but think, damn it, Mary, Lucy finally found something that she's passionate about. I really, really appreciated this, though. Yeah, well, I... Have you ever felt like this with your fam- in your family... Like the 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 sibling thing of like being left out or like feeling like oh I'm like missing the joke you know yeah 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 I totally related to Mary in this yeah. not not totally like this is my life or whatever but there's definitely been instances where I feel like like my like my sister will have like a thing going with my mom or my dad or whatever and I'm just like what's going on guys like what's up tell me keep me looped in you know and they're just like you had to be there kind of thing and, and you're I'm like, just oh, like come on mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know and then and then it's really my favorite part though is when um so the girls are like sawing wood and like Lucy's like measuring something and another thing and he's got that fucking fake laugh, dude. I can't even... I wish I had a cut because it's hilarious. But I don't, I don't think out of context it works as well. But, like, like they're, they're, st- they're standing at their workstations. Lucy's lying on the... I mean, Mary's lying on the bed. She's like, I think I'm just going to go downstairs or whatever. And, as she, and when she leaves, we get this, like, wide shot of the two girls, or yeah. the two women, like, at their workstations, looking back at each other and just cracking up about, isn't this fun? Yeah. Like, what? Uh, like, uh, you know those ridiculous, like, catalog magazines where you see a woman smiling or laughing? Yeah, and, like, like, looking over her shoulder at nothing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. Totally. It was like a catalog You know shot. what it reminded me of? Women laughing alone with salad. Oh my god! I hated that play. Laughing at nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. Yeah. Um. So that happened. Oh yeah. So basically, like they're they're in their groove. They're obviously like the handy women of the house, and Mary doesn't share that passion or even have the skills. So at some point, she overhears Mary and Lucy talking about how they don't really need her. Yeah. You know. Um. And then, of course, when she walks away, that's when they explain themselves. Again, comedy of errors. This whole episode should have just been called comedy of errors. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it's the big misunderstanding of, like, they don't mean they don't need her. They're just like, we've got a good, good thing going, and then we can surprise her. She doesn't have to worry about us. You yeah. Know, we, we got this kind of thing. Um, and then I kind of love, to Annie owning up to it. Yeah. And, and saying, like... I made you feel this way and it's my fault mm-hmm. and I'm sorry and like let's go see a movie just us you know mm-hmm. or whatever it was cute it was cute yeah I appreciated that and then I and then and then that's when the similarities between me and Mary ended because I'm like I don't want to spend time alone with my mom <laughs> <laughs> that's like the worst thing for our relationship <laughs> 
that only hurts us. <laughs> You're so funny. Uh, I mean, I love my mom, but like in small doses and in public. And in public. <laughs> or like at least with the rest of my family there so that like my siblings and I can like gang up on how ridiculous my mom is sometimes. Like, like my favorite moments in life are when I'll be like back at home with my family and my sister and my mom will like do or say something ridiculous. And all I have to do is just look at my sister and it's like this unspoken, like, here she goes again. Yeah. <laughs> like, say no more. Interesting. <laughs> I'm making my mom out to sound like some monster. She's not. She's, She's just- not. She's just, like, you know how it is. Like, you make fun of your mom. Like, what else are you going to do, you know? I make fun of my mom all the time. Yeah. She makes fun of me, too. Yeah. <laughs> and then it never ends. <laughs> and around and around we oh, go. Yeah. <laughs> are the best is where she goes, why are you making fun of me? I'm like, uh, you just did it, like, two minutes ago. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, help me remember, the bathroom is not finished by the end of this episode. That, no. It's just, they've done the most work, though. Yeah. Like... They get the toilet and the furnishings and stuff. Mm-hmm. They've presumably built this, the walls that are going to go around it. They installed yeah. a door. Yeah. They probably just have to, like, do the plumbing stuff yeah. at this point and put in everything, install everything. Yeah. Cool. One day project, Sorry. build a bathroom. <laughs> like, in what universe? Yeah. Seriously, in what universe? Non-existent. Are they going to call a plumber to do the plumbing? Or is, no. or is Annie going to handle Annie's that? Annie's going to do it. Don't Annie's you got it. Annie knows how to tap into the plumbing. Annie just knows how to do everything. <laughs> Eric is useless. He really is, though. <laughs> like, truly. The man can't even cook chicken. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude, he's really useless. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't even feel bad. Because it's just, the, the facts of the case are these, okay? Like, yeah. <laughs> Damn, the colonel needed to, like, whoop him in shape, dude. I think that's probably why the colonel and he have such a strained relationship, is because... Like, well, he loves Annie. No, I know. No, talking, I know, but, like, that's why, like, he... he oh, yeah, because like, Annie, like... Is the son that he wants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. But, um, okay. So, I just said but, um, and I remembered how I met your mother. <laughs> God, is there any moment of my life that is not a reference to a show? I swear to God. We'll find one. <laughs> so, okay, Simon and Dina, we gotta go there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're back again. Yeah, we do. So, Buck and Dina's awesome. Yeah. Um, basically, oh, and that friend of Simon's is back. Yeah, in apparently line. they're friends. Like, cool, okay. But where's my Joel? I know. Gone the way of the wind, my friend. Seriously. No, we'll see him again, I'm sure. Um, so this friend of Simon's that we met back in episode one, two, maybe two, two, two um, brings this notebook to Simon mm-hmm. that he found on the bus. Cause yeah. Like some, like this girl left it there. Beth. Beth. Beth Bagley. <laughs> Wait, was that seriously what yeah. I was saying? Oh, sh- <laughs> good. Good I remember guys. because I, I visually like clocked it on the on Amazon. Um, so Beth Bagley's notebook 
he, he excitedly brings it over to Simon to show him that she's written the name Simon over and over and right. over and over and over and over and over again on every single page, but front and back of this notebook in varying sizes and colors and shapes. <laughs> At that point, that's fatal attraction shit. That is like commit this woman yesterday shit. Like, what the fuck? And so the friend, God, I feel bad for not knowing his name. Let's call him Matt. No, that's bad. That, that is bad. I don't know his name either. Let's call him Albert. 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 <laughs> I, I even why. say, like, he became friends with this one guy. I don't even say his name. I, yeah, because I think when we talked about him last time, we just called him Big Guy. But, dude, Weepy. they don't. Let's call him Weepy, because that's his nickname on the phone. Oh, yeah, team. Weepy. Okay. okay, Weepy's fine. But, dude, they don't even credit him on. Um, on oh shit! No, like even in this episode, tap it, tap like the X-ray. Shit. Oh, in X-ray, but yeah. on like IMDb, he yeah, doesn't get it. Guess what? I forget by the time to go check. No, on IMDb. I'm not saying you have to go check. I'm just saying like really, he never got credit. No, I know, but, but now like, I, I understand your point. But like Amazon annoys me because they sometimes do this they shit don't include. They've the done person. this with Dina. No, yeah, Dina's always there. No, Nicole Sherry. not all, not all the time. Oh. Not all the time. Bummer. It always not me. even the first time because maybe they don't show her every time. That she's on the screen. I don't know. As, as, as I know, they've showed her in the past because that's how I got that trivia about her album. Remember? <laughs> Stalker. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, right. So back so to he, Weepy. So Weepy's super excited for Simon. And I'm just like, Simon, you have a girlfriend. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But he's not excited because he's like, oh, no. How am I supposed to deal with this now? And so I immediately thought like. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately thought that Beth Bagley was like a pariah amongst uh-huh. her classmates, like she was one of those. Yeah. But it turns out it's not even that. It's just that Simon like is uncomfortable with confrontation with women, I guess. <laughs> like he doesn't want to have to like tell her I'm not interested in you like that. Which why do you even have, have to, do, to that? do it? Why does he have to be the one to return the notebook? Weepy found it. Why doesn't Weepy just return it? Like yeah. it's, avoid the whole conflict altogether. Call it a day. Yep. But nope. no. Simon has to return it. Simon has to be really bad at faking that he hasn't looked inside of it. Yeah. And then Beth, to her credit, plays it off like, uh, you're not the only Simon in this world. Like, calm down. Yeah. You know? Of course she's lying. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, then, yeah, she is. Obviously. It's so obvious. And then that's why I love this Dina scene where she's just like, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And she schools him so hard. I know what it feels like to write a boy's name in a notebook and know you have no chance of him ever talking to you. But I can only imagine having that boy know I wrote his name all over my notebook. She's got to be humiliated. And if you invite her over tomorrow after school, it'll help take the sting out of the whole situation. There's nothing wrong with your having friends or girls. Well, maybe in theory, but it seems like a bad idea. Because you know nothing about women. (laughs) <laughs> I love her. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. They're so cute. They talk everything out. They're so great. Yeah. And I love, love, love when Simon... So so Simon invites her over. It's awkward as fuck. Blah, blah, blah. Mary? Lucy? <laughs> Meet my sisters. <laughs> oh, I guess no one's home. <laughs> um, so invites her over. That doesn't go very well. And then he's... In an attempt to like smooth things over, he's like, he's like, I don't want you to think I don't like you because I do. And she's like, you do. And she gets all this like this go, go yeah. like you know doughy eyed whatever look on her face. And 
he realizes his mistake, but she, like, runs away before he could correct she her. She says, I'm going to go tell my mom. Oh, God. No, it's worse. She says mother. Uh, like, ew. Anyway. Mommy dearest. Totally. I'm going to go tell my mother. Um, what did I tell you about? Wire hangers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love and hate that movie. You know what's so funny? This is a random tangent now, but it's we brought it up. Um, so my mom had quoted the no wire hangers thing to me, but like in the past, whatever, like as I don't know, when I was a wee last, okay, mm-hmm. like and just whenever she would say it. Or the first time she said it anyway, I was like, what are you saying? And she's like, oh, it's a movie, Mommy Dearest. You know, the mom's crazy. The daughter has a wire hanger. She freaks out, blah, blah, blah. She, like, sets the scene for me. And then it became, like, a reference point. So whenever she, whenever it was appropriate and funny to say mm-hmm. that, she would say it, and then we'd laugh. But I had never seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Never. I just knew that part from my mom. Yeah. So... Um, so then one day, we're in, the ca- we're in some cabin in, like, Big Bear, and... I was, and we, we were like, the whole family was there or whatever, and I was like alone in one of the bedrooms for okay. a minute, and I turned the TV on, and it's a black and white movie, and and it's just something, like, I don't even know what was on the screen at the time, I just know there was like a mother and like a young girl, and something inside of me was like, is this the no wire hanger scene? Uh, and fuck if two minutes later that was the scene that played, so it confirmed it for me oh. that this is the movie I'm watching. And it all came full circle, and it was like the most amazing thing. And there was no one to share it with because I was alone in this bedroom. <laughs> God, that movie. But like, I mean, it, that's the fucking universe, man. Yeah. Like, for me to have never seen or known about this movie, just to have that reference point and that be the thing that comes up on the screen yeah. to tell me this is the movie, like, that's amazing. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, so then he goes to school the next day and very eloquently explains to her that while he's not opposed to the idea of yeah. girls and guys being friends, at their age, at this stage of their puberty and stuff, it's just a little uncomfortable to navigate those waters. God. And, I, and I'll tell you what, for a minute I almost bought it. I really did. I was like, wow, Simon, that was really well said. And, I mean, you let her down gently. That's nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he walks away to Dina, and Dina's, like, waiting expectantly. And I was like, don't tell me. Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> All from Dina. I love it. She's like, did you did you tell her what I told you to say? Yeah. Because you're stupid and I have to coach you. Because you don't know anything about women, Simon. But dude, Beth is a hussy. Fucking this bitch. Yeah. 50 different notebooks with 50 different guys. All I'm thinking is, honey, you have so much time on your hands. That, yes. And also, like, what's your game here? Like, are you just so desperate for a boyfriend that, like, any boy will do? And why even Simon? You know he's got a girlfriend. Serious. Like, like, why did you even play that game with Simon? And then she, like, and then and then Weepy's there because their lockers are next to each other. And as she walks away, she, like, throws a notebook down. Yeah, the fact that, like, it, it wasn't slick. It, like, she literally no, no, threw no. it over her shoulder. Like, no pretense. Pick it up now. <laughs> and was that, were we to assume that, that that it was his name in there? Yeah, I couldn't... I couldn't quite tell. Yeah, probably. Because he, he picks it up, he looks inside, and then he's, like, super excited, and he closes it and, like, tucks it in his books. Yeah. 
but I mean, he was super excited when it was Simon, so I, I don't know if it's him true. or not. That's true. <laughs> but if Weepy has uh, Beth as a girlfriend, that would that would be interesting. that would be cute. I want Weepy to have a girlfriend. I know. That's really cute. Why do I love Weepy so much? Like, who's Weepy? Well, <laughs> but he's cute. If they keep bringing him into the mix, yeah. like that could be cute. I just don't. I mean, uh, spoiler alert: we're not going to see Beth ever again. So there goes that. Bye, Beth. <laughs> Bye, Beth. You know what's funny though? I was looking at Beth because she looked familiar. Does she look familiar to you? Yeah, she does. What is she familiar to you from? God, it's so sad. General um, Hospital or the soap opera? She whatever it was. She that probably she was wasn't on. a soap opera, but no, I know she was. She was on a soap opera for like five years, from oh. eighty nine to ninety two. Damn. <laughs> so she must have been a wee lass when yeah. she was on that. Wee lass. Um, she was in Parent Trap, the new yes. one with Lindsay Lohan. And she was... But I don't remember her from that, though. I, I remember her because I remember her, like, she was, um, she was on... Oh, God. Was she, like, a mean girl? Uh, or was she one of those, like, weirdos that they befriend? Was it a- Annie? Annie, the British one. So, a- Annie is the oh, British one. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Yeah, basically, I was like, Annie, Hallie. Like, I'm trying to remember their names. <laughs> How do you remember that at all? I don't know. Anyways, so Annie, the British one, basically, like, she's part of that cabin. And she's one, like, she's, yeah, she's one of those girls. Okay. And she was, and she is one of, like, Annie's friends. Like, um, one of. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, like, you know how it was, like, three girls and three girls? She was one of the three girls on um, Annie's side. Annie's side. Okay. Yeah. But, so, but she's not, like, she's not, like, a mean girl or like like one of the baddies that no, you're no, like no, oh no. I hate her no, she's, no, no. she's like she's they cool. were the casualties of like gotcha, the- <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. of the of the prince and popper like yeah. scenario of the switching exactly okay so yeah that, that, cool, cool, that's cool. all I remember her from I don't know if she's done anything it takes two did that whole story so much better in it my takes opinion two, I I watched it takes two like easily 45 times oh yeah same here I fucking loved that movie uh yeah because Christy Alley. Yeah. So cute. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, but, fucking Gutenberg, though. Yeah. Oh, like, yes. When? I cannot believe that Gutenberg was ever, like, a fucking, like, hot shit, like, actor that, like, you gotta get him in your movie. Like, it's so weird to I me to know. think about Gutenberg that way. <laughs> like, this is true. I don't know, man. I mean, I did like him in Three Men and a Baby, though. I did, too. That, that movie holds a special place. I love Three Men and a Baby. <laughs> I do. I, I really like that movie. And, and who's the third guy? Ten Danson, right? Yeah, and Tom Selleck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it's, it's a good... It's, 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 it's pretty, not a bad It's combo. pretty much a trifecta. Like, yeah. it's great. <laughs> and then there's three men and a little lady. Oh, and she's a little bit older? Yeah. I don't remember that one. I don't even know if I've seen that one. I know I've seen it. I just can't remember it. Not, not really, like... Not even... Yeah, not yeah. that much. Maybe I'll watch it again. Dude, can we watch It Takes Two? I'm so... I love that I'm movie down. so hard. It's I'm so down. good. I'm always down. I wonder if it's on Amazon. I wonder if it, if, if it still makes you... Aww. I mean, it might not hold up a ton. Yeah. But I just think it's funny. Like, I don't know. I liked that movie. Like, I liked... I liked all the drama between, like, you know, like, when... When... Because one of them is... Gutenberg's marrying... Ross's ex-wife. That! <laughs> Whatever her name. Carol. Yeah. I don't know her name in the movie, but like, right? And then, so one of the, one of the Olsons 
is like sabotaging her, like mm-hmm. puts cream on her face yeah, or yeah. whatever, like or ghosts or I don't I, know, man. Like there was a ghost yeah. like that I love. I, so I remember cute. like the first time I like you. You've always heard escargot, like I, oh, as a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. But when she has it, she's like, "What am I eating?" He's like, "Escargot. What's that?" Snails tastes like a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and I remember. I'm like, does it? Like, mm, not really. No, no. no. Well, I was a kid. At no, the time, I know. You know? No, so I'm like, saying now. Yeah. It's like, not really. Like, no. Like, I don't know what kind of escargot that you had. She was talking Must have been overcooked. Like a calamari that gets overcooked. Um, right. Did we do it? <laughs> Bye, it takes two. Oh, so we should get, we sh- so the wrap up of the car situation is that Aunt Ruthie ends up being the one to pick the car. Yes. And I love how it's such a spoiler too, because Lou's like, good choice on the car. It'll be a really good example for the community. And I'm like, what yeah. are they getting a Prius? Like, <laughs> dude. That's what I I was like. Oh shit! Here comes an electric car. I did not think they would go full. I didn't even know electric cars existed in '99, like full electric. And then, and then the family comes out and they're like, "Start the car!" And they're like, "It is started." Yeah. And I'm like, I don't hear it. <laughs> well, there's a battery in there. <laughs> God. And then that's when Annie's like, because that's when Matt announces he's going to be a doctor or go to med school. Okay. <laughs> And he's like, it's okay. We can pay for med school from our fuel savings. Yeah. Like, sure. That's how much money mm-hmm. you're going to save. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and have these people never heard of loans? I love how they talk about paying for school like like it's got to come out of your pocket tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's what loans are for, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then you got to pay them off. I mean, yeah, but... At least you have time and yeah. you can defer it. And then your son can pay it off when he's making money from the job he's going to get from graduating from college. Like, Seriously. Come on. And hopefully he's a successful doctor. I got to think, though, back then, what the what it How was about was loans yeah. and stuff. Because, like, nowadays we're, like, obviously you're going to get a student loan. Maybe back then it wasn't so much like that. I don't, I don't know. know. I have no idea. I don't know either. I wasn't in college then. I was barely in high school then. Yeah. I wasn't in high school in 99. Yeah. I mean, oh neither of us were. Yeah, we were babies. You were in like the sixth grade? Sixth or seventh grade? Something like that, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh my God. Holy shit. Babies. We were younger than Simon is in 99. Mm. Simon the character. And yet I watched Dawson's Creek. Oh, that show was the best. Like, you know, I wasn't watching Seventh Heaven. I was watching Dawson's Creek. I feel like uh, Dawson's Creek kind of sort of still holds up. I, in I'm terms sure of, does. like, like in the way that this show doesn't. Yeah. You know how, like... like it's, not, it's not a family show. Like, that was, like, a teen drama show. Yeah, and know? I guess that maybe that's why it's hold up, because it's not so dated. Yeah. Like, teen drama is teen drama no matter what year it is. Exactly. You know? Yeah, that's true. I guess that, yeah. That's and, kind and, of that, and that show, like 90210... I never. I don't know those shows. But like they that they that were Mario's place. They no. were dancing with the whole like you know having sex in high school. Oh, when you said dancing with that. I did not know where you were going. With yeah, that. No, no. yeah, no. They were. They, you mean dealing with that stuff? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so did um, Dawson's Creek. No, that's what I'm saying. Like oh, Dawson's oh. Creek, nine hundred two one zero. Like gotcha. those were the shows that did it. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, every other show that was like risque in that sense. But that was like Melrose Place. You get what I'm saying? Like those were like adults. 
or early or was, so was 90210 and Melrose not contemporaries of each other I think they were around at the same time but they weren't I guess not contemporary yeah. they weren't analogs of each other like they were for different age demos I think so okay I think so okay yeah because I always lump those two in my head as well, like one and the same for some reason well I think well I mean I guess because they were around the same time they were both Aaron Spellings they were mm-hmm. you know yeah and then with 90210 we did see them go to college and shit like that mm. and Melrose Place did stop at some point I don't know when that's the show that Heather Locklear was on? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I never watched Melrose Place. No, me neither. Well, I, you know, I was, I was still a bebe. So I, I was a bebe, so I didn't watch that. But apparently 90210 was okay. <laughs> <laughs> got in trouble for that shit. Do I remember those you episodes? You really nope. got in trouble for watching Dawson's Like, Like, your mom was like, Not Dawson's grounded. Creek. No. Oh, for I know what That's what I know. I got in trouble for it. Really? Yeah. But my mom... It wasn't even my mom trying to discipline me, dude. It was the school. Oh. <laughs> what? It was our own school. Yeah. How did they even get Because I mentioned it, like, in passing. Oh, yeah, 90210. And then they, they're like, why is your daughter watching 90210? <sighs> and my mom was probably like, God damn it. Now I can't watch the show. <laughs> No, your no, your mom would be like, don't just don't talk about it at school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. For sure. Don't talk about it. It's like me with the cursing, where my parents were like, "All right, just not at school." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just not at school. Um. Okay, I think we did it. Yeah. Um. Let's rate this episode. You go first. <laughs> Four. <gasps> Me too! Oh, we're friends again! Yay! Okay. Yeah, this was like a shit show. Yeah. <laughs> like, Bring me back Shauna. Yeah, first of all, seriously. And give, and give Hamilton better lines. Yeah, he did nothing in this yeah. episode except come in, say he's the musical director of the hospital, and then bounce Whatever right job out. that is. <laughs> I can't. I can't do that. Like... I go, is music a priority or even a thing in a hospital? <laughs> like, the part that really bugged me was the OR. Like, who's blasting music in ORs? That's not, I've that never heard be it. a thing. I've never I've heard, heard it. of doctors, like, who put, who want to listen to music, so As they'll bring their phone or whatever. or whatever. Yeah. But, like, is the hospital just piping music into the OR? Like, no. I've never heard music. No. It's so weird. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher Premium or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us at For Heaven's Sake Pod on all the places. All the or places. send us an email. <laughs> <laughs> or send us an email at For Heaven's Sake Show at gmail.com. And until next time, bye. Bye.